Hello, everyone. This is Sarah Picaro, your host of the Change With Him Real Raw Redeemed podcast. I am especially excited for this episode because it was especially activating for me. Uh, I love, love, love activations. I experience activations all the time, and activations are beautiful deepeners. They're beautiful opportunities and experiences to find yourself more in Christ, to find yourself and your soul more in the space which it was truly created for, in the space that it ultimately belongs. And a lot of people use the word triggers. I use the word activations because I truly believe that if God is the ultimate creator being, he's highly activating because there's limitations and there's constrictions in our life without Jesus in it, that we feel triggered, we feel activated. And those are opportunities for openness, for vastness, for expansion, for depth, for clarity, for deepening, and really getting to the heart, the soul, and the character of who Jesus is. And without him, (laughs) have fun. And I can laugh and say that because without him, my life wasn't fun. Even with him, a lot of times my life feels like it's not fun, but it's it's got meaning and it's got purpose in new ways and in different ways and in ways it never had before. The, the ways, the old ways of being that I called were fun, were actually self-deprecating, self-harming, just self, self-fulfilling. It was just this never-ending cycle of perpetual pain and trying different things, but getting the same results. So it was the experience of an insanity and a desire for a breakthrough from that and break free from that. And that is what we've already received, but we have to allow ourselves to receive what we've already received. We've already received the redemption and the love and the compassion, the grace, the mercy, the forgiveness of Jesus. But if we don't let Jesus in, we hear him knocking on the the heart and the window of our, our soul. And we go, nope, no one's home. When really we know that we're hiding inside we don't experience what we desire to experience. So it's all through him, for him, and with him. It truly is. And my life has ultimately been forever changed because I stopped hiding and pretending that I wasn't home and opened the door and let him in. And I wasn't met with disdain. I wasn't met with shame. I was met with compassion, with love, with mercy, with grace, with acceptance. It was like having someone's shoulder to cry on when I needed it most. The very person I thought was going to open the door and just punish me and berate me was there to just love me. And that's what this episode today is all about, is about love. And I used to to run from Jesus and I didn't call it that or know that it was that, but it was. It was running from that. But in that, I was running from love. I was running from ultimate freedom. I was running from the thing that I deeply desired that my soul longed for because I thought it would be constricting. I thought that Christianity was constricting. It was like living in a straight jacket. And I thought, fuck that life is meant to be enjoyed and and meant to be lived free. And I wanted that. And I'm like, I desire that I deserve that. And we do desire and we do deserve it. And that freedom is found in him because of him paying for our sins. We get to experience freedom but not without him. And a lot of us live life trying to do it on our own or without Jesus or being self-made. None of us are self-made. We're all help-made. And the most transformational experience I ever have is when I just said, help, (laughs) Lord, I need you. 
And we get to experience that over and over again. It's not like one transformation and then you're done. That's the beauty of it is we continue to be activated. And through every activation, we experience deepening and more closeness, more proximity with him and with an unconditional love. There's not a human on this planet that we can experience unconditional love with. I think we desire to. And when we're falling in love, we're like, I love you unconditionally. That's fucking bullshit. You cannot love another human unconditionally, not even your own child. And I have one. And I love her more than any other human on this planet. But there are conditions, right? I experience like, okay, we'll do this. Oh, no, I don't want to do this. No. Frustration. Okay, what's the frustration? Well, it was a condition because of an expectation. (laughs) We all experience frustration through conditions of expectations. But the love of Jesus is so different. And I wanted to share this. This is from Timothy Keller's book, The Reason for God. Belief in an age of skepticism. I was reading this recently on the plane during one of my many adventures and travels. And I read this and I thought, holy fuck. Okay, that's different. And it talks about love, the ultimate freedom. And I think we can all agree and say that, especially if we've done energetic work and we understand that like the divine source, creator, not creation. A lot of us are like, oh, the universe. No, that's a creation. It's the creator of the universe that we worship, not the creation. A lot of us get that wrong and that's okay. I was in that state as well. But the ultimate freedom is the creator of the creation. And that is God. It's Jesus Christ. It's Holy Spirit. And that is the essence, the vibration, the frequency, and the rest it's of love. A lot of us said love, the ultimate freedom is more constraining than we might think. And I thought, how can love be constraining? Love is supposed to be freeing. How is something that can be freeing constraining? And this opened up my mind and really helped deepen my understanding through an activation because it was very triggering to hear this, what I'm about to share with you. So he shares, when is the moral spiritual reality we must acknowledge to thrive. When then is the moral spiritual reality we must acknowledge to thrive in everything, all of it. I always talk about this, especially with my clients. It all begins with awareness. It begins with acknowledgement. It begins with acceptance, awareness, acknowledgement, acceptance. They all begin with A. That is the beginning, right? In the beginning, the famous three words that started all of this. What is the environment that liberates us if we confine ourselves to it? Like water liberates a fish. Love. Love is the most liberating freedom lost of all. And I'm going to go back. I'm going to share the fish story with you because it was quite fascinating. Disciplines and constraints then liberate us only when they fit with the reality of our nature and capacity. A fish, because it absorbs oxygen from water rather than air, is only free if it is restricted and limited to water. Do you feel that energetic shift in your body when you hear the words? restriction and limited? I do. I feel it immediately in my body. I'm like, fuck that. Restrictions and limits, that's what I desire to be free from. But if you listen to that again, a fish, because it absorbs oxygen from water rather than air, it's absorbing what it needs to live. It's life force, the very thing that it needs to live and to live freely, to be able to move freely through the water it absorbs it. It is surrounded by it, immersed in it. A a fish, a mish, (laughs) a fish is immersed and surrounded by water and there's oxygen in the water. It's within. And when we accept Jesus into our heart, our mind, our body, our life, he's within us. He resides in us. 
and gives us that life force that we need, that oxygen. He is the air that we breathe. And he's flowing through us with every beat of our heart. And that's what this is saying. Think about this. If we put the fish out onto the grass, its freedom to move and even live is not enhanced. We've not taken it out of the restrictions of water and given it more freedom. Now you can run and you can grow and you don't have to be in this water bowl. You're free. But if we put the fish out on the grass, its freedom to move and live is not enhanced, but destroyed. The fish dies if we do not honor the reality of its nature. In many areas of life, freedom is not so much the absence of restrictions. It's finding the right ones, the liberating restrictions. And if we think about that in the context of life, if a fish, I've got a little fish, his name changes all the time. My daughter changes it. I think today it's Kiki. (laughs) It's in a little bowl. And it's restricted, its ability to swim and move from the walls of the bowl. But that very restriction provides what it needs to live. If I took down the walls of the fish's bowl and the water just went everywhere and I was like, you're free, it would find itself on the counter dying, gasping for oxygen, gasping for breath, for life, because I took down the barriers in the walls. I removed the restrictions. So the fish's freedom, our freedom, is not so much in the absence of restrictions as finding the right ones, the liberating restrictions. That that's the story of the fish that it was referring to. And one of the principles of love, either love for a friend or romantic love, is that you lose independence to gain greater intimacy and to attain greater intimacy. If you want the freedoms of love, the fulfillment, the security, the sense of worth that love brings, you must limit your freedom in many ways. And for ages, for decades, this was why I thought, fuck religion, fuck following, like, no, because it's constricting, it's limiting, and I'm going to live free. I deserve and desire to live free. And it goes on to share and say, you cannot enter a deep relationship and still make unilateral decisions or allow your friend or your lover no say in how you live your life. The say that I share with my daughter on how I think she should live her life, like you should not just eat candy every day, every meal, is out of love. I want her to live a healthy life. I want her body to feel good. I want her mind to function. I want her to be able to experience freedom. It's restricting. If you if, Have you ever watched Super Size Me? If your freedom is in fast food... That's really a restriction because it impacts everything. It impacts your physical health, your mental health, your emotional health, your spiritual health. If you're feeling lethargic physically, I doubt you're going to get up like with zest energetically, emotionally, spiritually, and be on fire and gung-ho for God because you're going to feel like shit and you're going to want to lay in bed. And that leads to other things. Oh, I'm just going to numb out. I'm just going to watch one Netflix show. And then one turns into one episode, which turns into one season, which turns into one more season. So to experience the joy and the love and freedom of love, you must give up your personal autonomy. Tim goes on to share the French novelist Francois Sagan expressed this well in an interview in Le Monde. She expressed that she was satisfied with the way she had lived her life and had no regrets. The interviewer said, then you have... 
had the freedom you wanted? And she said, yes. I was obviously less free when I was in love with someone. But one's not in love all the time. Apart from that, I'm free. And Sagan is right. A love relationship limits your personal options. If you're in love with someone and you're married to them and you enjoy the beauty and the gift of sex with them, are you going to go do that with everyone else? Or are your options going to be limited and thus the intimacy and the depth of relationship expressed more fully, more freely, more openly because of your limitations, because of choice in your decision to say, I am yours and you are mine. And we are living this life together with restrictions. And those restrictions don't make me think that you're constantly doing this, this love energetic exchange with everyone else. So therefore it makes me feel safe. I feel free to share things with you because I know you're going to spread them to everyone else. You're safe. I'm safe. A love relationship limits your personal options. Again, we're confronted with the complexity of the concept of freedom. Human beings are most free and alive in relationships of love. And your relationship with Jesus Christ is the deepest, most profound, powerful relationship of love and expression of love that there is. It's not religion. It's a relationship. And it's a relationship of a vast unlimited expressions and experiences of love. And we are most free and most alive in relationships of love. We only become ourselves in love. And yet healthy love relationships involve mutual unselfish service, a mutual loss of independence. It goes on to share that C.S. Lewis put it, As love anything in your heart will certainly be wrung and possibly broken. If you want to make sure of keeping it intact, you must give your heart to no one, not even to an animal. So don't go loving your dog. Wrap it carefully round with hobbies and little luxuries. Avoid all entanglements. I'm going to add in enmeshments. That's a popular word in my niche. Lock it up safe in the casket or coffin of your selfishness. But in that casket, safe, dark, motionless, airless, it will change. It will not be broken. It will become unbreakable, impenetrable, irredeemable, the alternative to tragedy, or at least to the risk of tragedy, is damnation. Freedom, then is not the absence of limitations and constraints, but is finding the right ones, those that fit our nature and liberate us. And the worship song automatically and immediately comes to mind, and I love the subconscious programming for that, of the worship song, All My Freedom Is In You. All my freedom is in you. I'm letting go of all I know, trusting you to take control breaking chains I've held on to. It's us that's held on to the chains. It's us that desires to let love in and has this backward definition of what it takes to truly experience freedom. Freedom is not in the absence of limitations and constraints, but in finding the right ones and being okay with letting someone else into that space. 
with letting the creator who created us into the space that he created, when we're calling and crying out to God going, I deserve this, I desire this, come on, where are you? You're constricting me, you're limiting me. God is our heavenly father. And just like the most incredible earthly father, if you've got one of those, I'd love to meet him, would treat us if they could treat us the way that we deserve to be treated. But they have their own stories. They have their own struggles. They have their own pains. And they're living their expression and relationship with us through that. And then we don't feel freedom, but we deserve and desire it. Our freedom is not in any other human. It's in our creator because we are his creation and he is within us. Just like the oxygen is within the water. We can't see it with our visible eye, but we can trust that the oxygen is in the water. We can trust that it's available to the fish that depends on it. We can trust it because we can leave the fish for a week, (laughs) for a weekend. We often leave our fish for a weekend and then we come back and we're like, oh, he's still alive. Well, wait a minute. You weren't there adding oxygen every day or adding water to its tank every day. I know, but it just must be in there. And these aren't things or concepts that we often think about, but we just trust in it. Isn't that unknown then? Isn't there a giant question mark over that? Well, how does it live? I haven't changed the water. There have been times where the water like needs changing and I'm like, yeah, I'll do it tomorrow. And then I do wait till tomorrow and I'm like, oh my God, the water looks nasty. Hope it's okay. And then he is. I can trust that he's supported and surrounded and has the oxygen that he needs to live. There are so many times where we're going through things that we're like, I don't, I don't trust that I'm going to make it through this. I don't trust that I have what it takes, but we can't see it. That's faith. That's faith in our creator that we are his creation. And he loves us way more than a fish. I don't love the fish. Yeah. If it died, it wouldn't be sad. Be one less thing to take care of, but my daughter would be. So therefore I continue to take care of it. I continue to trust in the water that it lives in, that it swims in. And then that the tank and the walls that support create the tank that we can perceive as limitations are actually liberations. It allows the fish to live free, to take the walls down and go swim free fishy. Here, look, I think you want some freedom. I think you want to ground. I'm going to put you outside. I'm going to put you in the grass so you can ground yourself. That would kill it. Is this all resonating? Is this all making sense? The fish's freedom and ability to live is not in the absence of limitations. It's not sitting and thinking, you know, I really wish you expand these walls. I would really like some more space here. It has everything it needs. The oxygen within the water, its ability to breathe without thinking, I don't know if I'm going to run out of oxygen. I don't know if I'm going to stop breathing any second. I should probably be worried about this and afraid for this. It's not the absence of limitations and constraints, but in finding the right ones, the ones that fit our nature. Water fits the fish's nature. And it liberates it. It allows it to live. When we live with Jesus in our heart, when we invite him in, when we stop being afraid of the dark or thinking that there's anything that we need to do to change on our own, to clean up, to be good enough, 
for him to love and accept us. We liberate ourselves and we live with certain and specific limitations. And those limitations are liberations. I used to live a life of just doing whatever I wanted with whoever I wanted, wherever I wanted and living a life of like, I don't give a fuck, I'm free. That was really, really limiting because I was within the walls of shame, guilt, blame, the way I viewed myself on that side of the walls was not pretty. It was dark. It was ugly. It was destructive. It was chaotic. It was anxiety and worry filled. It was shame filled. It was a space I desperately desired to get out of. All I had to do was open up the door to the person who was knocking on the other side to Jesus to let him into the walls, the chambers of my heart and my soul. Stop hiding, stop running and stop saying, I wanna be free because now I am with him. He is the oxygen. He is the air that I breathe. He is the oxygen and air that you breathe as well. You don't need to worry if it's ever gonna round. You don't need to worry that you can't see it. It's faith, it's trust in him. He provides what you need to live, to live free, to live without worry, to live without fear, to live without stress, to live without, ah, I can't make it through this. You are making it through it. And it is so much more liberating to trust, to believe, and to know that you're not making through it alone. You're making through it with him. You're making it through it with him. Christianity is not a straitjacket. It's not even about the religion. It's about the relationship with him and your freedom with him. And it's not about the absence of limitations and constraints, but in finding the right ones, the ones that fit your nature and liberate you, the ones that elevate you, the ones that rise you, the ones that motivate, support, encourage you, the ones that fill you with peace. Saying no to certain things fills you with peace. I can attest to this. There are things that I've said no to, people I've said no to. And it wasn't easy. But the experience of peace and trust and knowing that I made the right decision, even though it wasn't easy, was liberating. It was like I could feel Jesus right next to me going, I know that wasn't easy. Thank you for trusting in me. Thank you for listening to me. I know you wanted to do something else, something different with someone else. I I know you wanted to go another direction. But you listened. You trusted in me. And I felt this watch, my good and faithful servant, watch See the fruit that that's going to produce. And it will produce abundantly. It will produce above and beyond the fruit that would have been produced had you made a different decision and gone another direction. 
because that is freedom and that is love and love is the most liberating freedom of all. That is the love that Jesus provides. That is how much he loves you. So if you're reading through the Bible and you're like, that sounds constricting, that sounds limiting, that doesn't sound like freedom. I thought this was supposed to be about freedom. And it's not, it's not like past movements of like peace, love, freedom. Let's take a bunch of drugs and let's all fuck. That's not it. It's in Jesus. It's in the environment that liberates us. And the environment that supports us, protects us, and surrounds us is in the environment of the word of God. And when we're reading the Bible, we're surrounded and immersed in the word, just like the fish is immersed in water and receives the oxygen. His word is oxygen. It's living. It's breathing. It's life. It's freedom. But it's not without limitations and constraints, but freedom is found in the right ones, in the ones that he has given us. They're gifts. And they're gifts that we receive that expand us, that deepen us, that allow us to experience freedom and love in relationship with him. You can't enter a deep, personal, intimate relationship and still make unilateral decisions, still only make decisions based on your own limited knowledge or allow your friend or lover no say in how you live your life. God has and deserves say in how we live our lives. And when we listen and live the way that he says is best for us, we experience that freedom that we deserve and desire because we're letting him in to making decisions. We're letting him into saying and showing the way. It's an act of surrender, of letting go, of opening up our palms and saying, help. So will we do that? Will we live that way? Or are we going to lock up our heart, like C.S. Lewis says, just to protect it from ever getting broken? That leads to tragedy, or at least the risk of tragedy and damnation. I'm pretty sure it's safe to say that all of us have already experienced that, and we don't want to experience more of that. We want more love, more freedom, more liberation. That is in relationship with him. It is in the experience of relationship with him, and it's the most vital, crucial, important relationship that we can have. So if you don't have it yet, but you deserve and desire to experience freedom, liberation, love, invite him in. Start today. It's never too late. Everything you've gone through in the past, he has and is and will continue to use for his good and for your good. You will see the purpose through all the pain you've been through. You will see the transformation of everything you've gone through. And it happens rapidly and it happens exponentially with him. It's weird. It's crazy. It's a thing that's called a miracle because you don't see how it could have happened on your own. And God loves that. And God loves when we honor and give him all the glory. Just like we love experiencing recognition, validation. Wow, you're amazing. Oh, words of affirmation. We love gifts. 
The gift of God is obedience. That's a love language, gifts. It doesn't have to be a physical thing in a box that you wrap up and unwrap and open. A gift of obedience. And he's given us the gift of his word and how to live so we can experience love and freedom the way that we deserve and desire to. Quality time, spending time with God in prayer. Gratitude, thanking him for all the things he's already brought you through. And allowing him in to use those to transform those. To take those and make them beauty for what looks like they're ashes right now. Nothing is permanent. The law of impermanence. God can take those ashes and turn them into the most beautiful things. Soil, fertile ground. For the seeds he's already planted in you and will continue to, to be abundantly blessed with love and freedom with him, in him, through him. But it's up to you to let him in. So I pray that you do. I pray that you enter into a deep relationship with him and allow him a say in how you live your life to experience what you deserve and desire, this true, pure, healing love and ultimate freedom. Find it in him. Find it in his completed work through his son, Jesus, on the cross. Find that your life experiences a resurrection. So I pray that you let him in and just ask him right now, Jesus Christ, will you please come into my life? I'm ready for the love and the freedom that you provide. Thank you. Amen. Oh, I'm excited for you. If you prayed that prayer with me just now, get ready. Hold on tight. (laughs) The love and the freedom that you deserve and desire is coming your way in unlimited abundance. I love you guys. I'm praying for you and I'll see you soon.